Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to dig into the importance of goal setting when supporting sailors to develop their sailing and racing skills. I'm Alan Williams, long-time coach and coach developer, and today I'll be joined by <coughs> Niall Mayer-Best, who's a double-handed dinghy and keelboat coach, Becky Ellis, who is a wind sport coach and an instructor trainer, and Tim Cross, pathway double-handed coach and a coach developer who coaches the coaches. Setting and achieving goals is part of the human psyche. Just look at our achievements. We invented the wheel, the mobile phone, Google Maps, thank goodness, advances in medical science, and we've even put a human on the moon, and all sorts of things in between. Even football's got its goals. It's our curiosity, determination, and never giving up, leaving no stone unturned that defines us as human beings. And in sailing, whether at club, national, international levels, most sailors want to improve and develop their skills. So let's check in with our guests. So welcome, Tim, Niall and Becky, and thanks for joining us today. Let's kick off with our first question, which is, why do goals matter? Tim, over to you. Goals matter because they provide a focus, um, a purpose for the learner, a guiding staff to help them work towards what it is they want to achieve. Thank you. That's nice and succinct. Uh, have you got anything to add, Niall? I, no, I mean, I completely echo what Tim was saying. The the one that I've always remembered was being told that going out on the water and training without an aim is the same as going out and racing without any marks. You've got to know why you're going out. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to know what you're trying to achieve. Very nice analogy. Thank you, Niall. And um, Becky, why do goals matter in windsurfing? I mean, I agree with both what Niall and Tim have just said there. But with windsurfing especially, we're really good at blasting backs and forwards because it's so fun. But actually, sometimes we just need that bit more focus. And also as coaches, just actually to know what our sailors are trying to achieve is always good to know as well. Thank you all. I think you've provided some really good reasons why goals matter. Before moving on to some more questions, we need to take a look at a couple of thinking tools and some underlying theory that will just help us organise our thoughts. So when we're coaching, we often need to think and be mindful of the who, what, how. Who is who are we coaching? What? is what are we working on today and how is how we as coaches are going to help the sailors do the learning more about the how later but let's for for a moment just think about the what so we don't have a specific curriculum or syllabus in racing instead we've we've got what we call the adaptable sailor model which provides us with five pillars and these pillars include starting which is get a start to carry out a plan it includes speed and boat handling. So have efficient boat handling and be able to sail fast upwind and downwind. It includes strategy, understanding that big picture around the race course. And it includes tactics. <clears throat> we have a herd sport where everybody races against each other. So the ability to make tactical decisions around the race course is really, really very important. And finally, we need the right sort of positive mindset to be able to both train and race. So these five pillars provide us with the basis of the goals and priorities needed to develop skills and expertise. There are a number of thinking tools we can also use to, to help develop goals. And one of the most recent, which is used across sport and leadership training is, is something called the GROW model. And it sounds something like this. G stands for what's the goal we're working on and what would success look like? R stands for reality. Where is the sailor right now so that we know where they are so that the goal's realistic? O stands for options. So what are the things we could go afloat and actually do? And then W stands for, well, what are we actually going to go out there and do 
to make progress on the water. With that background covered, let's move on. Tim, when you're using the who, what, how uh, model and the grow model, can you provide us with any examples of how you might develop goals in, say, boat handling? A simple example to give would be how a sailor might set the goal of improving their tack. The reality is, is that myself as a coach might help that sailor understand that one of the areas of the tack they need to improve is the steering. So the exit of each tack, they're coming out of that tack with an oversteer and they have to bring themselves back up to close hauls. So we need to look at the options for how they might achieve that. And I could look at the hand swap, but actually I might just simplify that focus and just get them to look towards their new heading on exit of the tack and just look to see what the sail's doing. So they focus on the steering and actually what they're noticing, the feedback the boat is offering them. None of you anything to add? No, I, I think that it's this is a really useful tool for as a coach just to go a little bit further than let's just do um, uh, some starting. Starting might be our overall goal to improve our starts. Okay, then let's have a look at it. How, where are our sailors like you know in that part? What are, what can they do already? What are they struggling with? Well, we could do feet, we could do timing, we could do the ability to trigger pull, we could do what the hands are doing, the roll, all of those different things that we could do. Okay, so which one is it that we're going to pick? And for me, that grow model is a nice way of taking quite a lofty goal to improve on this into something that actually means that's what we're going to do on the water. Thanks, Niall. Uh, that, that's really helpful, I think. And, and Becky, in, in windsurfing, how do you go about setting board handling goals? Similar to, um, to Tim and Niles, we look at, say, like, like windward mark rounding. So our goal is to get around the windward mark in having done our adjuster board, moved our dagger board, moved our mast track. So that's our, sort of our bigger goal. And then we go look at it as a reality. What do they need to work on? What are they already doing? What bit of it is they need to learn? And then we go go and actually look at the options, get them to go and play with it, look at their timings or when they go do each, each part of the skill. Probably start with them individually, and then we can then start pulling in more the race side of it and then bringing in other sailors and stuff as they're going. Thanks, Becky. That, that was really helpful. Uh, hopefully we can now see the importance of thinking about the who, what, how in developing the goals and how useful that sort of grow model can be in developing goals or, or things to work on. Let's move on now to how we differentiate between a group goal where the whole group's working on one particular activity and individual goals within that activity. And I'm fascinated to hear what our guests have got to contribute towards that. Niall, kicking off with you. I think that this is something that is, might seem really scary, I think, to a lot of coaches where they think, God, I've got to come up with loads of goals for loads of individual people. But actually what it means is, it just means that your session that you've got, I want to get better at starting, trigger pulls, I'm going to get better at starting. That session and that exercise and activity that you've laid on can serve so many other purposes because everybody involved in it might be coming at it a different thing. I'm going to work on my trigger pull. I'm going to work on the hovering. I'm going to work on that timing, the footwork, the hands, and each of those people working on different things, but your exercise and your activity is beneficial to all of them. And Niall, you've talked there about the activity, and I think that's absolutely crucial because it's how we as a coach then design that activity to support those sailors' work towards their individual goals. So, for example, you've talked about the trigger pull. Something that I know we all use regularly as a coach is that we might set them off with some individual practice first 
And then we might start bringing them together. So we might bring them together in pairs, but that just allows them to compare their trigger pull, their um, acceleration against one another. And then we might add further pressure by bringing them together as a larger fleet. So six boats or eight boats on a start line at once. I think that when you're talking about individual work and practicing and all the rest of it, so there's so many different ways to do it. And for me, what you're basically trying to do here is your one goal that you come up with and you try and apply it to everybody might not be enough to get everybody to buy into it. And if they don't all buy into the activity, they're just going for a sale and that's fine, but they might not really achieve very much. So that confidence of saying, oh, go and find out what you can do, what you can't do, come back and tell me now, what's your challenge that you're going to put onto this? What aspects of it are you going to focus on? I think it can seem daunting, but the reward is massive. How, how does that apply to windsurfing, do you think, Becky? It's exactly the same in a sense of you're, you're looking at your bigger goal, your exercise. Within that, each windsurfer working on an individual bit of it. A bit like Tim, I might start off going around, so go back to our mark rounding. You know, they go, go around individually, working out which bits they need to practice, which bits they, they're good at, which bits they need to work on some more. And then you might add in a couple more sailors. So it's about knowing the, the who again. It's like you talked at the beginning, actually working out what that individual sailor needs. Becky, how do you achieve that? Like, what, what do you do practically when you've got that group? And what do you do to discover who's got what individual goals? Before we go out, it's working out um, what they would like to achieve, where they think they're at. We go out, set up a mark, watch them go round, and then talking to them individually first. I think it's very important to get that individual person and then we can start sort of coaching them, getting them to try different stuff as they're going around on that individual sense. But they're going around together as a group. And then that peer learning comes in as well. And then you can start, if you've got two of them that both need to work on the same thing, you can then start pairing them up together. It's very much looking at where they're at, the reality before they go out, and then what they're trying to get once they're actually going out and then seeing where they're actually at. And that also will change in different wind strengths, different sea conditions. Thank you, Becky. That's really insightful. Thanks. I, I like that idea of clustering the sailors together in groups to do some peer learning. It's good. Just thinking about those really useful insights that we had. It's really helpful. It's clear that if we only focus on group goals, we're going to miss the opportunity to work on each individual sailor's needs. And those needs often just emerge during the activity. So the skillful coach is the coach that's got the ability to recognise that there are individual needs and then adapt the session to meet those needs. So that, that's really, really good. Thank you very much. We all know that generating feedback is a really important part of the learning process and is often referred to as the food of champions and, and not without good reason. But what do we mean by feedback? It's a word that we use a lot, but what do we really mean by it? Tim? Any thoughts on that? Well, feedback can mean many things to um, different people, but Becky's already alluded to one style of feedback, getting sailors to work together. They can share what they're noticing with each other. Being a sailing sport, we can get feedback from the equipment, so the boat or board. We can get feedback from the conditions. Let's not forget our role as a coach. We can support with feedback um, through the activities or providing instruction if required. Tim, I'll just quickly add on what you were saying there. I think that this is something that's so important for new coaches to kind of grapple with that when we think about how the sailor is 
learning that what they're doing is is improving so many times we think as a coach that that requires us uh, alongside them saying to them that was really good or you know try this and if we can move away from that so they can use the sound the boat's making through the water the the feeling the the way the sails are moving you know the shapes the the, the lines they're drawing in the water with their wake or just the, anything audio visual how are they performing next to another boat how much space do they need to do a particular maneuver so many ways to be creative about it and every single time you come up with a new way of doing it you allow that sailor to keep that coaching process going while you're off dealing with a breakdown moving a mark or just you know filming the session or thinking about what's coming next it's such an important aspect to get right it's interesting you mentioned filmic we know from our own experiences that sailors really like watching themselves on playback they find that really powerful really engaging and it's fascinating that you've offered that as a recognizable tool that we can use as coaches you know i would go one further that as well because i think that i would say that whatever you're going to have as that key tool if it's filming or if it's whatever or try and build your session around the feedback that you, that you really think is the most important so if you think the most important thing with this boat speed exercise is heel what exercise could you do that really focuses on that heel if you think the most important thing is how close you are to the line what exercise can you do that highlights that and again i think that when i think back to my early coaching days i'd always start with an exercise and then work out what i could pull from it actually it is so much more effective to go in reverse what's the goal what would be the feedback to show whether that's improving and what's a good exercise that speaks that feedback and what i like there is you've just revisited that grow model that we were discussing earlier with alan that was great that you've just shown your own little interpretation of how you've used that as a developing coach throughout your career becky where does feedback come from in windsurfing like tim and Isla said it's getting the sailor anything that informs them that they're achieving and that could be a small bite-sized thing. It could be because they're going faster into a carve jibe. Feel that acceleration. It could be because they succeeded in that carve jibe or that water start or that beach start. It's again, it's just finding the different ways that they can feel it. There's a video, there's all the other stuff, but it's, it's, it's a lot of feel. Tell me how you go about uh, those small digestible junks. How do you sort of create the feedback from them? I think a lot of it with that is actually breaking the skill down to the small bite-sized chunks. So they, they know that that skill is actually a very complex skill. So actually when they're achieving just one small part of it, then they feel good, it's positive. So it's not trying to do the whole big skill in one, it's the whole, you know, it's the small bite-sized chunks of it. Having watched you coach Becky and not really being a windsurfer myself, I think it's really interesting how the environment with windsurfing where, you know, maybe it was just that one session that I saw, but you know, you guys are on the shore. The sailors are out, they're dipping in and out from the water, coming back, checking in with the coaches. The whole session for windsurfing felt very experimental and felt very kind of organic. And it would it be fair for me to say that it because of that's the kind of way that the windsurfing likes to be and can be, you have to give them the knowledge in terms of this is the feedback that you're looking for because they are out there without you. You know, I mean, you're you're not on a rib alongside them. Yeah, that's definitely how how we do quite a lot of our sessions. We do also, we're quite lucky windsurfing. We do actually get to be on windsurfing kit next to them as well. So actually, again, a bit like your peer learning, 
you actually get there to be there next to them, doing demos, getting them to copy you um, and that side of it as well. And it's interesting that you guys are describing sort of this recognition of success and something I would offer that where feedback plays a really important role within the setting of goals and the setting of focus for, for an activity or a session is that as sailors recognize that they're achieving, they're being successful, that resets that goal, that resets their personal focus. For They start to ask the question, what next? What can I improve now? What can I refine? And that's where we then come in as coaches to provide that guidance and steer them to the next opportunity. Especially um, if you can create that environment with the sailors where they're, they're willing to ask more questions and they want more. So it's like you're, you know, with the feedback and the skills that actually they get that little bit. What's next? What's next? And they're really wanting to go to go further. Thank you all. That was a fascinating conversation. It's clear that generating feedback is really essential. It's not just about that old image of the coach telling the sailor everything they need to know. That feedback comes from a variety of different sources. And importantly, what does success look like? It's all very well having goals, but how do sailors just remember what they are and what progress they're making from week to week? So you use the phrase there week to week, and I think I would look at this as session by session. Um, certainly with a lot of the sailors that I work with, having a long-term goal just loses their focus. So it needs to be very immediate and about the activity that they're just gonna take part in. I very much like them as a group to write and illustrate their goals for the session by writing them on a large whiteboard at the front of the room and it may well be that then I as a coach can take a photo I do my best to leave words descriptions up on the board for when we return back off the water it really then guides us through the review of the activity. Niall have you got anything you'd like to add? Some of the sailors that I've coached over the years don't really like to write things down and it always kind of gets on my nerves, <laughs> but you, you, you've got to go with whatever that it is that they want to do. So I, a lot of the times I find myself taking on that responsibility myself and I'll kind of note it down. This is what we've done. These are our, our major points. When I'm being very creative, you know, there are systems you can use online and I've done it before where you can create an online form really quick and easy, ping it off to your sailors. And it's just, this is what we're going to work on today. This is what we've achieved. This is what we still feel like we need to work on. And I hope it achieves two things. One, the sailors can go, oh, look, I have. I have done something. This is, this is good. You know, we're being productive with our time and we are getting better. But also as a coach, when you get that feedback to you, you can go, ah, we still need to work on this. Or next time we need to bring in that aspect as well. So... I've tried to do it with pen and paper, but to be honest with you, um, if they've got mobile phone in hand, I, I, I tend to sort of lean on the electronics. For me, with, with our junior sailors, we've tried to set them up with a bit of a form so they can sort of record what they're doing when they go out on sessions when they're not with us so much, which is really nice. And they give themselves some success or what they need to work on and they can actually sort of grade themselves on the different skills. And they can also make a note of the wind strength, the sea state and that side of it for each session as well. But interestingly, I know what Tim was saying about like that daily on a session, having the whiteboards and stuff, which is fantastic for, for your day stuff. I quite like doing something at the beginning of a, of a season or a, or of a training group and actually try and find out what their, what their long-term goals are, what their ambitions are, what their dreams are. Just so as a coach, you sort of know what they're actually trying to achieve. Is it very much race-focused? Is it very much skills-focused? I think I like to know as a coach what those... What makes them tick? Becky, 
sometimes that can be really simple. Some of our audience are going to be coaching, instructing individuals that are reasonably new to the sport. They may not know really what their, their goal is other than they just want to enjoy the sport. They want to go sailing. They want to go windsurfing. And they might recognise that at their local club, one of the ways in which they can sail more regularly is to go racing with the club weekly activity. But they might quite quickly recognise, I don't have any racing experience. So actually what I need to do is sign up for the club Learn to Race programme. It's once they're then on that programme that that sort of formality that you talk about, where the coach talk to them about what they can achieve through the race training program and then from thereafter it allows the uh, coach and the sailor to work together to set those session goals we've also all spoken about thank you tim that was great and i think it's really important that we think about how the sailors will record their progress because it helps with their motivation which we've been talking about and really helps them to think about what they need to work on next and that brings us to our final topic of the day which is about the who, and it's about mindset. So what do you do to help your sailors remain positive and coachable, working towards their goals so that they just don't give up when they find the, the going gets tough? For me, I think one of the most important things is that they can always think that it's worth chipping away. It, it's, it's worth going back out in the water. It's worth trying it again. Um, you know, their best days are not behind them. And that seems to be the biggest reason for most people to quit any activity, hobby, sport. Oh, I was good at it in my youth. I'm not going to be good at it today. And so everything that we've been talking about in terms of just achieve this, this is the goal. It's not big. It's not grandiose. Just see if you can remember to turn your foot on the toes when you go into that jibe. If you can just do that, then you're better than what you were before. And the power of noticing and recording an improvement is such an important motivator, I think, for everybody. I would add to that, Niall, that it's really important that we try to create what we would describe as a fail-safe environment, an environment where the sailors feel really safe and comfortable just to keep trying, to keep testing, to keep practising to recognise that they will come up against challenges. And I think the example I would use here is there's a lot of sailors that we coach really want to work towards improving their spinnaker sailing. And part of that is that it's about being able to manage that spinnaker. And I'm going to add the phrase here, enjoy using it in big breeze. To make that a safe environment for them to do so, let's just run a course which is no jibe, just downwind, with the spinnaker by the time they arrive at the gate they need to have the spinnaker dropped so we really ease the pressure so they can focus on actually just flying the spinnaker trimming that sail and keeping the boat balanced as they make their way downwind with big grins on their face and i think that's a really good point here it's it's, it's creating those sessions that are also fun as well just you know it's it's really back especially we're talking a lot about sort of junior junior sailors and the club sailors um and all of our sessions and our goal setting and and creating things to get praised, how do we actually create a fun session? I, I really like the fact that we are all very good, I'm sure, at not using the word failure and looking, you know, finding out what doesn't work is so valuable. And you just reminding me of actually some of the biggest successes that I've had with coaching has been, um, you know, to give you an example, say roll tacking in light winds. Here's the challenge. 
how much he how much role do you need how far do you lean the boat over and what i want you to do is i want you to find out all the types of role that are wrong what is too much what is too little just find out all the ones that are wrong so every single time you get one wrong that's brilliant that's a success that's superb well tick that one off we've done that one and those opportunities don't always come but when you can just flip it around and go we are on a journey we are experimenting there are 10 hidden treasure sites and if we can find nine of them with no treasure in then we know where the treasure is hidden you know that's so powerful thank you very much Niall that was uh, very insightful and uh, really useful uh, tips and ideas from our guests provide a safe fun learning environment so that the sailors can go and try and learn that's what we're really about so let's wrap up today we've been on a journey exploring the importance of goal setting in developing sailing skills and I think our guests have provided some great examples and insights from their own experience which has helped us to understand how important it is to embed goal setting within the coaching process and the really positive contribution goal setting can make to helping sailors develop their sailing and racing skills. Thank you very much Tim, Niall and Becky and just remember this goals help sailors make progress and keep them motivated towards achieving their dreams. Our next podcast, we'll look at how we go about generating feedback to help in the learning process. So please join us. And on that note, thanks for listening and goodbye.